1: The Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast. My name is Georgie corridge Cole, and this week I'm joined by Maya Lucky, Astrid Carter, and founder of Resortwear brand Pamperlone, Holly scarsella So first of all, this week we're going to talk about beauty favourites. We did a piece with Newbie Hands, who's the beauty director of Netaporte, and beauty is sort of one of the most successful beauty journalists. Absolutely. Of our time,
2: isn't she? If you're going to ask anyone about beauty, it's Newbie. I mean, she knows everything, and quite clearly, she's got a great eye and great instincts because look at the roundup.
1: Yeah, it's it's impressive. I mean, there's some expensive things in here, but it is the Nest beauty section. Um, but some amazing products Holly did anything stand out in there is anything you've tried that Newbie recommended that you thought yes that is a really good product actually
3: her first product on the list which is the Charlotte Tilbury instant magic facial dry sheet mask um, really stood out for me that rolls off the tongue doesn't it I know it's a a long name Um, but essentially I went to the launch of it a few few months ago with Charlotte herself um, who very kindly took me through the product and I have to say it's the only time I've ever used the word revolutionary about a beauty product Um, genuinely you know as you mentioned Georgie you know it's not the cheapest List here, however, this is actually really good value when you think about it. What they don't, and um, what hasn't been mentioned here, is that the mask is 18 pounds but is reusable, you can use it six times, so essentially, it's three pounds a go but creates such a difference to your skin. I Could not tell you how much I would buy this again and
1: again. I remember when there was quite a lot of people that went to the launch, and everyone was genuinely shouting (laughs) about this product, weren't they? Go, it's incredible! My skin is glowing. I've never seen anything like it. Also, I was
3: too speaking to the the girl that PRs it that invited us very kindly to the event, and she was saying it was quite a difficult launch for them because they had no idea the mask actually, when you put it on, makes you look a little bit like Hannibal Lecter, and they thought there is absolutely no way we're going to get, you know, 50 girls at an evening event trying this mascot because they're just not going to want to do it. And actually, as soon as we saw Charlotte, you know, she's so fantastic at repping her own products because they work and she's so sure of the technology in them we all saw her do it and saw the difference to her skin in front of our eyes instantly and literally within a minute every single one in the room had these masks on and I think you know one of the key things about it which I think is revolutionary, as newbie says as well is you can wear it on top of makeup so you don't have to just wear it it's a dry mask you don't just have to wear it when you take your Incredible. makeup off yeah. you can wear it on top of your makeup and literally within a few minutes you will look the glorious dewiest most refreshing
2: I I need to try those those. imagine those people in the back of an uber
1: (laughs) 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 multiplying (laughs) handle letters.
2: the other the products that stood
1: out for me um, in here as well was the Sisley black rose cream mask I mean it's £99 so if you can ever get your hands on a sample then hang on to it but it's a really incredible mask and I'm not really into gimmicky beauty or trying as products, but this is something that I just really, really rate. We wrote a piece on the look we love being
2: statement earrings combined with off-the-shoulder tops. I love this look. I mean, you guys probably know I always wear an off-the-shoulder top in the office, but I just think showing your shoulder, it kind of works for everyone. You can always tell if Astrid <laughs> going out in the evening can't <laughs> say it
1: in and off the shoulder Tom so sorry but you know it's your it's your giveaway
2: shoulders, like... shoulders are the new boobs I think your so big boobs or it's the shoulder the cleavage shoulders are the yeah. new boobs I love <laughs> yeah. That's a actually the
3: Coveteur one of my favourite online um, kind of trend um, websites from LA they wrote a piece recently on shoulder cleavage and I think that was really interesting for me obviously being a resort wear designer we've had off the shoulder in our collection right from you know day dot two years ago and um, you know, we always get questions from buyers. Always, oh, it' over. No, people keep buying it. It's flattering. It's so yeah. flattering, and I think and your shoulders—you know, everyone's got a good collarbone. You know, even if you—you know—you're not in the greatest shape, you're exactly. always quite happy to show your collarbones. Yeah, yeah and, everyone's shoulder, and everyone's got no, a shoulder. I mean, yeah, no one's got
2: fat. shoulders don't get fat. They don't really age. Like yes, even if you're slightly older. Like I think Helen Mirren could. Look and the actually, shoulders. even Absolutely. if you think of
1: a V, that's when you show your. You know, that's when all the sort of wrinkles on your chest start to show. But actually, your shoulders is is, is a bit ageless, isn't it? I think it's great. Customers love it.
3: And I also think... With the statement earring, that look is just so striking. You can have your hair up, your hair down. You can take it from the beach to the evening. And there are so many good options these days for different earrings. And And not
2: expensive ones either.
1: And I think, yeah, for both of these pieces, so the earrings and the tops, I mean, that's the nice thing, isn't it? The High Street are doing amazing off-the-shoulder tops and amazing earrings. So it really is a a great look
2: that you can do for not very much money. I love that And Other Stories top. I was so close to buying it the other day, but I thought... Yeah, that's really nice.
1: <laughs> um, and Holly, you do your lovely, lovely broderie Glaze, don't you? Your white off-the-shoulder. I mean, that's got to be. Was that your best seller last year? Absolutely. We had a, a, a tunic called the Provence tunic, and it's
3: essentially it. a really simple off-the-shoulder white broderie mini dress. We call it bottom-skimming because it's so short. It is really <laughs> short. <laughs> isn't it? It's really short. But essentially, when you're on the beach and you've got a bikini on, it's just it's it, you feel so free Brilliant. and it, it feels great. And we sold out. I think um, today we've already. Sold out nine times of it
1: so we interviewed joanne beckham who is david beckham's sister for her little black book of london she runs a concierge business and i was quite intrigued to see where she recommended it wasn't all that revolutionary. i mean clearly she's perhaps got a bit more money to spend than others and there were places like rocker zuma um, sexy fish hakistan etc is there anywhere on this list that kind of
2: stands out for you um, as Particularly, I mean, it's nothing, going to. nothing new, but I do love Hakkasan. I think it's consistently really good. It's good if you want to go. Like I've been with a group of girlfriends. I've been on, like a date night. Their brunch is really good. Yeah, they do um, do a good brunch actually, because it's expensive. But and actually, yeah. we
1: like quite a lot of these places. They they do do quite a good brunch. It's expensive, I actually didn't actually, know that they do a brunch. Yeah, it's expensive,
2: at but you get a lot of good, decent food, and you get good quality champagne, nice cocktails. Whereas at the some, brunch, yeah, sometimes you go for these. Bottomless branches, and they're actually just horrible prosecco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they cheap give you all the cheap perfecto. stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got and hours to drink
1: as much as you
4: can.
2: Exactly. Do, you the chili,
1: do you get the chili sea bass? Joanne said uh, the dish that she'd go back for would be the chili sea bass. I don't stuff. remember exactly. getting that. Possibly that's not in the brunch menu really, <laughs> if you're going for dinner. She said most romantic restaurant, Hutong, which is obviously up the shard and is vastly expensive. But I would say my tip for a really fun date night is the Aquashard Bar. Have you been there? I actually haven't. I haven't yeah. done
3: anything around the shot. I haven't been to Hutong. I haven't done any of those ones. I tend to stay... On ground level. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying yeah, <I> don't On <laughs> ground level. I do like height. But I also think, for me... I love, obviously, all these places that she suggested are incredible, but I quite like local, really good, heart, you know, trusted yeah, local no, places. Yeah, I agree.
1: But I will just say the Acre Shard Bar, you feel a bit like you're in New York, you're looking over London, and they have a sort of jazz band that gets a bit cooler as the night goes on, and you can have little Asian kind of sharing plates, amazing cocktails, it's got a really good buzz. You don't have to have this really big expensive dinner you can just go for cocktails anyway i went with a girlfriend and we were like no offense but this should be a date <laughs> and we felt like we're in new york so it's quite a good it's i'm gonna good try meal. that yeah. so holly where are your if we were talking about your little black book of places can you give us a few of your gems well
3: i love so for like a really good meal i love la familia in chelsea oh, me too i think that's one of my go-to's my husband's italian and loves italian like good italian food and like hearty plates not just like fancy fancy Italian where it's tiny Um
1: it's been there it's forever great. my mum and stepdad Absolutely. went on their first date oh. to La Familia and yeah it's it's a real it's kind of a gem have you heard of it even have heard of you? Yeah, I've never been amber. yeah it's really good it's rustic but it's, it's rustic. always busy and there's quite often like a celebrity in there yeah it's you?
3: great for secret celebs <laughs> spotting. Yeah, actually. it is it's I think really they think they're great. being like
1: really, really street going there and probably they <laughs> are but It's amazing. It's really old school. It's family run. But but the food is great. Always
3: busy. The food is great. They do, um, like I said, really good, hearty meals. Whether you go for lunch or dinner, it's always a great experience. Good wine. And like Georgie said, even though it's local, you still feel like you can get dressed up and go there, which I like. I think if you're going on a date night, I think Me you too. want to feel yeah, nice. nice. You want to put on your, new, you know,
1: your. New yeah, when well, people say, "Oh yeah, we're just going for a curry," I'm not no. like, "No, no, no, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good curry." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. We wrote a piece on how to get shinier hair. Um, we said the ultimate polished look, glossy locks speaks volumes when it comes to the health of your hair Polly. you've got very shiny hair from where i'm sitting what are your tips for shiny hair is your hair something that you consciously try and look after definitely i think i've been quite lucky i'm not going to lie my maternal grandfather
3: is indian so with that indian gene i'm quite lucky with my skin and my hair it's quite dark however i think as i've grown older i've always you know seen people comment on my hair a lot a lot more and I think it was just something I took for granted it is very
1: shiny so now
3: so now almost become conscious of it (laughs) I now have this standard to uphold (laughs) um, which I am actually really conscious of and I think you know I know this isn't helpful to to a lot of people but there are two main things that keep my hair this shiny the first thing is I've never coloured my hair in my life never dyed it no highlights nothing actually when I was 13 I did a once wash in wash out that I bought from Boots and didn't tell my mum about and it was I mean my shower looked like there'd been a murder scene because it was this red hair dye everywhere and it was thank goodness just a wash in wash out but I've never dyed my hair which I know is really good for the kind of um, health benefits of your hair yeah and secondly I don't straighten my hair and um I think something that I've learned sin
1: I'm double sin well I
3: think Ken Paves who obviously does Eva Longoria and Victoria Beckham. Yeah. I once had a very, very brief conversation with him at an event years ago. Did I mean, that makes me sound like I go to fancy events. I really don't. <laughs> it was such a coincidence, but I just thought, right, if you're in but front now of me, he's become such a sort of star, such a star. And I just said to him, "What is your one tip for me?" And he said, "Stop straightening your hair." Because essentially, with the heat distribution and the way women straighten their hair, they're not clever in parting it. They, you know, As we all know, women like to just do the same piece over and over again. Mm. So he recommended blow-drying it. And, I mean, today my hair doesn't look that wonderful, but I think usually what I do is I'll invest the time once every other day to section it and just blow-dry it. And I think one of his key tips that he always says in his kind of demonstrations is whether you're straightening or blow-drying... Be really conscious as a woman that you're not doing the same piece over and over again. I think, as women, we say, for example, if you're blow drying, you'll keep doing the same piece thinking it's going to dry the bottom when the top's already yeah. like bone yeah. dry. Yes, I've said the back of my hair is damaging. not going to
1: dry if the hairdryer is still pointing at the front. <laughs> yeah, and so true. Isn't it's it? interesting that that was one
3: of his top tips, mm. and um, I've sworn by it ever since, and I have actually seen since I've been doing that. Such a big difference in it's sort of the quality of my sense, hair.
1: But yeah, it is a good tip. And what about shampoo? It says here that you should avoid sulfate-based shampoos because they can strip the hair of natural oils um, that obviously give it that shine. Do you use a special shampoo?
3: Um, again, as with my beauty regime years ago, I just used to buy whatever. You know, when I was a student, I just used to buy whatever was on offer in in Tesco's or Sainsbury's. And again, that I think I was awful for all my so hair. So guilty of that. So and if you the and error of your ways. I, I absolutely have. And now um, I, and actually quite a lot of people ask me where I get my hair cut as well. And um, I get so many messages on Instagram, which I always feel really flattering. I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> um, and actually I get so many messages. I probably get about 10, 10 or 12 messages a week where I get my hair cut. And I go to um, a gentleman called Joey at Richard Ward on Sloane Square. And it's not the cheapest, but I genuinely only get my hair cut once every five months, which is horrific. But I don't need to because my hair's in such good condition and he does such a good cut and he always recommends to me to use a karastas i can't pronounce and um so now i just use that and actually that's on the listing of your article that you've you've got here the shine intensifying mask and i think just using a good shampoo it's such a boring thing but Mm. investing that little bit more in an everyday product Mm. really does help. And then lastly, interestingly on your list, it says forget oils. Yeah, um, I thought that was interesting Because I, one of the things I swear by is I do a Moroccan oil treatment on my hair once a month. Essentially, I just have the pot of Moroccan oil and I just lather my hair so it looks
1: really, really greasy. But I you don't the leave hair. the oil, you wash it out the next I morning. I wash it out yeah. I, think, I think what this is saying is. Don't put an oil in your hair and like go. Oh, so it's hair. weighed yeah. down. Okay. Because it weighs it down and then the product builds up. Yeah. And that is actually counter effective. Yeah. So it says to use a serum instead. The other thing that is sort of common sense, but is boosting your diet and talk, talked in the article about biotin, which I think is how you say it. But it's um, thought to be crucial for healthy hair growth. And um, you can obviously eat foods that are rich in biotin, like almonds and salmon and avocados and things but i think you can get omega-3 supplements and we had our wellness day on saturday and gabriella she um, said
4: raved about them didn't she she said if you're going to take anything for healthy hair and skin it's omega-3 fatty acids
1: yeah exactly and then someone else talked about the fact that you can get them from fish and from certain nuts etc but Gabriella made the point that you'd have to be eating bucket loads of oily fish to actually get the benefit, which, I mean, who is? So really, we should all be taking an omega-3 supplement, and if we want it to be really effective, then you can get ones, make sure it's got biotin in it. I don't know if they all do, but I think you can get ones that specifically have a big dose of it in. Let's talk about interiors briefly, uh, because we did a really nice piece on what we call duo wall prints. And unfortunately, a big print is not just double the cost of one print. You know, a big print is 10 times the cost of a print half its size. And I really love the look of two, I actually love repetition in prints. So I have in my house, these black and white pictures of hydrangeas. And I actually have three of them in a row, they're identical, I love that look. But I really like two together, or just a few prints that are complementary, sort of of the same style and we did this piece and we, we linked to Etsy because they've actually Etsy's a great so fantastic place for affordable art but Holly completely coincidentally I noticed on your Instagram hadn't you just put some art on your yeah, sofas or something yeah absolutely so
3: we have my husband and I have been finishing our house for the last two years as we call it um, and I think especially with arts and prints and stuff like that you do accumulate over time and you kind of switch them around and you kind of find what works in the space and I think this duo wall print trend is really popular at the moment from an interior design perspective but it's also something that won't date I don't think so um, recently my husband and I commissioned um, a big piece for above our sofa in our in our in our lounge And um, we changed our mind about halfway through and contacted the artist and said, is there any way you can do two instead? because as Georgie said I feel like your eye it complements the eye a little bit better it's slightly more design focused design led I think also brings a room together a little bit more so um, ours actually were a designer called Omar Abade and he's actually available on Etsy
1: oh really
3: funnily enough um, when I say commission art it always tends to you always think it's going to cost thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds but actually this Um, artist I found him on Instagram as we all do these days find everything on Instagram um and actually when I visited his studio found out that he he was doing he obviously takes private commissions you know when you just email him or call him uh but then he also has some standard prints on Etsy. Um, and I actually figured that out when I was clicked on your link. It was on one of your kind of pieces that you did, which was amazing. And he does incredible kind of abstracty, beautiful, but quite fluid pieces. Well, I thought the
1: pieces that he did for you were stunning oh, and thanks, actually really my taste. And I think that's a really good tip. And when you just said commissioning, I thought, okay, serious. Yeah, that opinion. word.
3: My husband as well, when I said that word, was like, no, no, but it's no. But
1: re- <laughs> it's a really good tip, you know, to go on to Etsy if you don't want a print that everyone else is going to have I mean Etsy's got some really affordable art and I did something similar with Rise Art which is oh yeah, I know, well, yeah, another well, yeah. art platform and I found this art, so I, I was never that into art and someone said to me everyone's into art when they find the artist that they love and I found this artist um, Kirsten Gaudio-Ensley I think her name is, anyway she's American but her stuff was really affordable and she did something for me as well so similar to you I just got her to do something that she hadn't done for anyone else, um, but it was just as cheap as going, you know, to John Lewis and buying a print. So I think that's a really mm-hmm. good tip. And I noticed that House Curious, who we're a big fan of here, she this is this amazing house. I need um, to find it, um, you need to check it out. Room. It has every interior's trend in it, and it's the kind of shoot
2: location slash workshop location slash someone's home yeah it's incredible i mean it's like walking into pinterest it, is, it? <laughs> it is wow like
1: metro tars meets neon sign meets <laughs> botanical really meets i mean teal velvet you name it but it's, it's heaven it's incredible and she's got this amazing kitchen there was a big kind of blank wall and i just yeah. noticed that she's she's actually started selling art so if you're after some nice prints Go onto to House Curious's website because she's selling them now. But she's just done a really complimentary big selection of prints that are just not expensive at all. But if you bought one massive piece of art, Cost fortune. it would just be be horrendous. Well, especially even
3: framing as well, which yeah. I'm learning a lot now is yes. with my houses. I always think, yeah, I want one really big piece to fill the wall. And then you realise that not only have you got to pay, as you say, Georgie, for the actual art itself. The framing obviously costs yeah. a fortune. It's usually bespoke so actually getting smaller pieces smaller. in more generic sizes mm. to put together is actually a really great way of doing it.
1: Um, let's talk about crop tops because, you know, we think of crop tops, we think of teenage girls, um, but they've become a real sort of staple for summer fashion in the last few years. And there are some really grown-up brands, um, Philosophy, Dodo Bar All, um, doing some really nice crop tops. What's your take on them, Holly? Was I wear think... A crop top?
3: N- now, being six months pregnant, I would look ridiculous. I would look yes. like Mr. Blobby in a crop top. Maybe next year. Uh, maybe next year. But I do think um, it's been brought back in a really grown-up way, which I love. I, one of my favourite looks with a crop top is a, a real oversized men's workwear pant yeah. with Ooh. a very fitted kind of little crop top. And um, I just love that look. And I think also a look with using a crop top that I love, which I actually put into my collection this season, is where you have a high waisted skirt or trouser and we've done a high waisted maxi skirt with um a crop top over the top with a little frill. Yeah. So it's not as obvious as a crop top. It's mm-hmm. almost when you walk and when you move you can see a slight gap of tannin And so, I think that's really nice.
1: And I think so many people think, Oh god, I haven't got the stomach for a crop top but actually with a high waisted trouser yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't actually even need to show, show any skin, do you? Yeah. That
2: little bit there, just under the bust, is quite sexy. It's usually the flatter point in your tummy. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, something
1: over your high up over your belly button and then a little bit of skin. Yeah, I Absolutely. love that. too. We did a feature on brands at NETA you can actually afford, and some of the comments on the article were like, I mean, sheer luck, come on, do you call that affordable? I think the idea was that they were the... More affordable should we absolutely have georgie it? i
3: read I remember reading this article because obviously actually funny, like I always file my sheer Luxe, and um, my Luxe mail that's my one thing i read every day as my little treat Aww. to myself genuinely and i remember reading this article like i said because i file it i tend to read it after most people so the comments are already there <laughs> and i read some of the comments and i do understand people's you know where they're coming from but i don't think they're getting the point of no. the article i think the point of the article is we all know nest Porter costs a fortune these are the most affordable brands there that you could you know save and get one here or there excuse me it's very much how i shop on net supporter. i will literally you know it's always Low to high, rather than high to low. Yeah. In <laughs> let's, you know, let's be honest. Um, but I do think having and any stylist will tell you having one or two key pieces in your season's wardrobe absolutely is how you. There are also pieces that are really transitional and pieces that are really kind of versatile. Is fantastic. And I actually thought this article was really good in good. giving. Good. Well, so me, did I. Yeah. And then we Got a
1: bit of a tan from some all of brands, brands that
3: we all want to know. You know, like I think Ganni as well. Is that how to say it? Yes, I we were oh, saying. I know, yeah, yeah, I think it fantastic brand that. I have yeah. been seeing all over Instagram. And actually, you know, every season, you know, something that you don't necessarily invest in every season, but if you want to get a leather jacket for a couple of years that lasts a
1: while or a really good white blazer or something mm. like that, these are the brands you almost want to look yes, to. Yes, and I think that is the point. Funny enough, I was looking for a white blazer yesterday and I went on to NETA 40. And typically the one that I really liked was Givenchy and was £1,500. <laughs> so that was the point of this, as you say. Yeah, I agree on Ganny. I also think... Um, I also think C by Chloe Fantastic. this season has just had the best season ever practically I mean it's Absolutely. got a bit more expensive hasn't it but Chloe has got astronomically expensive in the last couple of years are there any other
2: brands for you that you think are particularly I really love Needle and Thread I'm yeah, brand's made in September and there's quite a few of us And I think are you wearing that, Needle and Thread we're all wearing Needle and Thread are so you? it's all That's the same so colour palette but different dresses so oh. we won't look Fringe. Need a thread? I mean, they're just having such an amazing it's beautiful, time, aren't and they? And looks
3: so expensive. I know. And I think we
0: all. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
3: Especially for me, when you've got an occasion, for example, a wedding or a christening or something, we none of us want to go to Topshop or Zara. We all know they do fantastic options, but three other people will be wearing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is just the ultimate, yeah. you know, no-no. So you'd rather, well, for me anyway, invest in, like, one or two slightly more expensive pieces and have, you know, wear them again. And I think Needle & Thread for their dresses, they for just a wedding, so it's expensive. expensive as well. They look gorgeous. Not crazy money, but you can also keep them season on season. Yeah.
1: We were saying the other day that it's interesting that Maragay McGee is now an investor in Needle & Thread. She's obviously... What was she? Fashion and beauty director at Harrods for years. Went Sachs. Then went to Saks. Then went to Saks, has left, and has now set up a consultancy business. But I just thought it was very interesting that her involvement... I mean, she's a woman of real such a formidable woman yeah I respect and, and um, she's been hugely successful and I thought it was really interesting that she's now involved in Needland Thread and that it's having really such see... a moment like yeah, she's absolutely. really taking that brand to another level yeah. well Reformation great to see that Reformation is on Nutter although it's not a brilliant range is it it's
3: not a great, it's great a shame range shame they don't do more I don't know why they don't it's there, these types of brands really frustrate me the brands that are so popular in the US there's one you know they've got so many stores it's so readily available and it just kind of seems nuts that and then you get the six UK. pieces it's, on that fourteen. Yeah. And I always get my husband to get me Reformation dresses for weddings again when he's in New York on business, which doesn't happen very often, sadly, but I always send him in with a massive shopping list <laughs> and just say, right, you have to get me these pieces. <laughs> well, but actually, good, if yeah. you, for girls that love Reformation, I've got a really good tip, actually. There's a website, um, I think it's called We Are Rewritten, and it's essentially, it pits itself as kind of a bridesmaidy brand, but actually the dresses are really amazing reasonable reasonably priced almost versions of Reformation dresses not copies at all but almost good style dresses and I have got a couple of those for weddings um, this year and is it a UK business? it's a UK business you can order them online and they get we are rewritten I suppose about to get a lot of Traffic. I very much recommend them. I hope like I said, some free after that <laughs> Like plug. I said, don't be put off by the fact that they call themselves a bridesmaid's brand. They're essentially just those classic Reformation wrap dresses. Yeah. They've got their own versions of those. Same quality, beautiful. I highly recommend them. Oh,
1: cool. good. Let's talk about fitness. We wrote um, a beginner's guide to fitness with Nico Algieri, who's the founder of Equilibrium, one of London's kind of hottest new studios. And he's trained everyone from Ellie Golding to Nicole Scherzinger. And this was a piece on how you get into fitness. You know, we're in this world where everyone just assumes that you're someone that goes to the gym X times a week. And I thought it was really nice to take this angle and to sort of say, OK, well, if you're not that person, how do you get there? How do you get started? And I thought this had... I thought this was a really positive piece.
2: Me too. Yeah. I thought it had some really realistic advice. So did I. Especially because we always say abs made in the kitchen yeah and it's not all about hitting the gym you need to make sure you're eating well as well and i just thought his advice on healthy diet i loved that too it was so good forget supplements and fad diets instead take out all the white carbs sweets chocolates and crisps reduce your alcohol intake and drink plenty of water you'll transform in four weeks i promise
1: i love that and i highlighted that as well And I just, I love that he said reduce. I was sitting there with a glass <laughs> of rosé when I was drinking this last night and I was like, well, hallelujah, I'm going to reduce my <laughs> alcohol intake, kind of. Um, I agree. It was it was sort of really interesting. He said, have a long-term girl. And he said, try everything. You're not going to like everything. Everyone's I really different. liked that. What he,
3: I really liked his comments on that. Also that not to make it a baptism of fire. I think especially, well, I live in London and living in West London, there are all these very cool gyms popping up. And I think, you know, I get so scared going to the classes. I almost want to just sit in a corner and yeah, watch everything. It's everybody. so intimidating, really? isn't it? Yeah. And it is so intimidating. And, you know, all the women are there and they're cropped up, you know, the crop, and I'm just mm. thinking, oh, my God, great motivation, but please don't watch me while, you know, while I'm fucking <laughs> Yeah, can I go everywhere. at the back if I get it wrong? And I think his advice was fantastic and really... Um, like you said, achievable, i.e., okay, you're new, you, you start with a short workout. It's so simple. Mm. Also, you know, every trainer is going to think their method's best. That doesn't mean that they are. Do what's right for you. And I think that's something really, yes. you know, we're all used to being drummed into us this is right. No, this is right. You know, one week I think, okay, Pilates are going to tune me quicker, and next week it's boxing, and next mm. week it's this. And I just think, oh my God, what do I believe? Who do I And we were turn talking about to? this on Saturday.
1: Weren't we?
4: Yeah, and like, what what should you set yourself as a goal?
1: I know, and and what you should... Yeah, and just about it being realistic. Realistic
4: and achievable. And not to set your goals too high, and not to concentrate too much on one specific thing, because then if you are down on your numbers one week, you're going to feel bad about yourself. Yeah, Yeah.
2: it's like that whole New Year's resolution thing, like... Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be my year, my year that I'm going to be healthy, get hit the gym, yeah. and then February you're setting comes and to sale already. Just keep in their bad habits. Yeah, but
4: I do think what is good to note: yes, classes can be very intimidating, but they're also a really good way to motivate yourself I agree. and get started. They make you work out for a full forty-five minutes.
1: And actually, we were talking about, and I think there are some really good apps out there. But I'm quite a gym. I sort of, I think I've got a relatively good technique. But they did say that actually, if you're not that confident in what you're doing apps aren't great because you're going to do it wrong so you're yeah. not going to get the most out of it so that's where class is really good yeah the um, other thing that they said on saturday was about yeah finding the thing that you enjoy because if you don't enjoy it like i actually don't like it i like to keep going and have a bit more of sort of a longer period of endurance i don't really like that i'm the going stop start yeah, stop yeah, start stop yeah. start yeah. But I do really push myself on cardio. And they just said, you know, if it's not for you, then do spinning and do weights. or do Like, that was nice. You don't have to fit the same Mm moulds
3: as everybody else. I think also it's, you know, it's one of those things, like you said, everything's very personal to you. And I think one reading this article, it made me laugh. Because it definitely says, you know, if you can afford it, a personal trainer is obviously ideal. But let's face it, they cost so much money and that's Mm. not something that we can all do. And I think... For me I got married a couple of years ago um, and had been going to the gym for about eight years and I splurged on a personal trainer for a couple of months almost to get me whip me into shape so I knew then because I would go to the gym and just and actually what getting a personal trainer made me realize for the last eight years I was doing absolutely nothing of any benefit in the gym (laughs) and that really shocked me but actually it kind of you know, just doing even just not one class, one session, yeah, a week for a month. Yes, it's expensive, but that almost then retrained. I then knew what I had to do and what I had to yeah. do to achieve. Yeah. That's what Dalton what was I wanted saying. To achieve.
1: Dalton was saying on Saturday. He said, "There's that person not in the cross trainer reading the newspaper. Yeah. They that was Might me. as well be at home. home. Yeah, Definitely <laughs> at the same. time because They're doing absolutely Yeah, I mean, I do I've watch got my to say, iPad on the that on
3: the treadmill. But I think you're right, and I, I. For me, personally, I found what worked for me over the years. And actually, before I got pregnant, I um, did the co-box class.
4: Oh, um, now road
3: road class. Class. Which is, I used to do it three times a week. After <laughs> rolling our eyes, we, like, we still be. haven't oh, been. I yeah. have to say, it's I'm craving... Like, now I'm pregnant and I can't do that kind of really tough workout. Yeah. Um, I am craving a class and I've got to say, nothing has changed my body as much as going to that class. Really? And... People kept saying to me, "How have you?" You know, and if I would going on, a ho- if I was going away on a holiday or a, or a work trip where I needed, I felt I needed to look good. A class a day for five days is not cheap, but it's better than any juice diet, mm-hmm. anything. Because you're fit, you're healthier. You to do a six a.m. class every day for five days, because that's. I mean, I would, I couldn't do any more than five days, but it was almost like this. Crash kind of fitness thing, yeah. and I've never known anything change my body. Like I said, it could just be what was right for me. Well, but probably that it also, for me. it's probably a
1: combination of you had invested in these five days, so you were kind of watching what you're eating a bit yes. better, yes. and it kind of all worked together. Um, and I loved, he said, one of the questions in the article was how quickly will you see results when it comes to training? And I love that he said, immediately afterwards, you'll get this endorphin release of happy hormones that will reduce stress, increase your self esteem, improve your sleep, and after two weeks. Your skin will feel better, blah blah blah. Anyway, it was just such a positive I liked it. If anyone is listening who is not someone that exercises, read this piece because you know, small steps make a difference and you do get there. And I thought it was a really refreshing take on fitness. Absolutely. The ketogenic diet.
4: Yeah. I've actually done this diet. I know. Have you? Yeah. And I know you're about to say it's not very healthy. When did you do it? It really works. Uh, about a year and a half ago.
1: Hang on a minute, Maya. It says who should do it? People with a considerable amount of weight Oh, <laughs> well, come on, Megan the starts- <laughs> Fox. She
2: has a okay. considerable okay. weight. Okay, okay, fine. So tell
1: us about it because it's yeah. it, we are hearing about it more and more, and um, it's based on restricting your diet, carbohydrates, yeah. carbs specifically. So you should have, I think, it's, it's like the Atkins.
4: Yeah, kind of. So you have eighty percent of your diet is made up from fats. Okay. Um, I think five percent is. Carbs so and that's just from vegetables. That's not like potato and things like that and then 15% from protein so Actually the protein is quite low in comparison Um, but the way it works is um, it stops your body from using carbs as a fuel source and it looks to fat it's okay. called ketogenic. And you start producing ketones, which in the long term, yes, are actually quite harmful for you. But in the short term... So it's a quick way. Yes, very quick. How, I mean, but how long, Well, Four to six weeks. Really? And did you lose weight? Oh my God, yeah. I had the lowest body fat percentage I've ever had. And how did you feel? Amazing. You, it gives you a lot of energy. A lot of energy. And is it boring? I mean, No, no, not at all. So what you did can, you eat? You can eat cheese, you can eat all sorts of different meats, like salami, like all sorts of different yummy meats
1: breakfast what do you eat
4: for breakfast you have like really cheese filled tomato mushroom ham omelette like
1: but how is it different from the Atkins diet that's what I don't get because I
4: think
2: Atkins it's just just Atkins got a bad rap so let's
1: just dress it up with something else yeah Atkins is more protein based isn't it whereas this this is is more like fat so avocados nuts so if anyone if anyone is disappointed with the avocado tipping point at half an avocado (laughs) you just need to go on the ketogenic diet
4: (laughs) but yeah it's not a long term solution um but it does work. And it it has supposed to have helped, supposedly helped, things like diabetes. Um, yeah, I
1: was really interested in that. And I was interested yeah. that it said it can help with polycystic ovaries. Mm. That was really interesting to me as well. And I wondered how that would
4: I don't work. know about that. No, those. I don't know either. No, I don't know about it. But Worth well, looking
1: into, maybe, if it's yeah. something that you're worried about. Yeah, definitely. With
4: the diabetes, it works because it lowers your blood sugar. So diabetes is not about hypo blood sugar levels. Yeah. Um, and the ketone's lower. You have a lower insulin level, so your, sh- your blood is a lot lower. So it says here,
1: a typical day on the diet could start with scrambled eggs or an omelette. Sounds good. A chicken breast with her butter and some spinach, followed by baked salmon with lemon and butter for dinner.
4: I'm not, I actually think that that sounds quite boring. And I used to eat way more than that.
1: Did you follow a book?
4: Was it? Was there a... I used to do sort of like muscle food reviews and things like that and follow their tips. There's okay. loads on the internet about this diet. And like, is it healthy? Short-term yes, long-term no. Okay.
1: We wrote a piece on the cool way to style a summer dress. I mean, today feels like summer, but the rest it's of the week sticky. does not look like it's going to be summer. And I want to get my summer clothes out, and I love <laughs> I love this piece. I mean, it's mega simple, but actually it was saying get your summer dress and put on an ankle boot. So you can take more of a wintry boot. And they're nice with, like, a big knit, or we always say, like, the jacket. Yeah. Astrid,
2: you're wearing it today. I am. I've got a little floral red dress on and some that black kind of, of a realisation oh. part <laughs> This is actually Star-dress. ancient top shop. Is Real. It? Yeah. I always
4: comment on this dress when you
1: wear <laughs> it. I love it. Um, I really like this trend, and I love this trend with um, the Chloe Susanna boots. And I follow Emma Hill on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I do too. And I saw, was it last night, this is my insomnia. This is why I'm so... <laughs> Hot when everyone's on Instagram today and I was lying in bed wide awake for four hours last night. I was on Instagram. My husband's like, Well, no wonder you can't sleep then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but she had just got herself the Chloe Susanna boots, which I nearly got two years ago and decided two years ago that I'd missed it. I'm now like, shit that's really annoying but now I really have missed it or have I not missed it are these going to be around forever I
3: absolutely think that they will be and I have a girlfriend who is a personal shopper at Selfridges and when they first came out obviously they were hugely popular but then I think she always tells me and she's my go-to when I think you know I recently bought some like Gucci loafers and she's my go-to where I text her and I say have I missed the boat and like you know is it (laughs) how far gone have I got and she gives great advice she's super stylish and oh, she we her. We she's should, yeah. incredible and she basically said regarding the boots at the beginning you've almost with a product like this you've got to wait for the the people who buy it as a fad to almost get out the way and if it's still being they're still being bought and they're still kind of really relevant to your wardrobe keep wearing them keep wearing them this is
1: years now I mean we had a girl here Emma who worked for us and she bought them. I mean, that must have been four years ago. And I remember at the time thinking she was late to the party.
3: Yeah, I feel like now it's the so fad now is over. Now it's classic. just a classic. Yeah, it,
1: they've turned is... into
3: a bit of a classic. And what this—they're also is... bloody useful, aren't they? There's, I mean, that's well, this is the what thing. this girlfriend said to me. My my stylish girlfriend, my go-to. She said, "What is the alternative? There has never been." Salomon oh, did a good one, and everyone got into the really Gucci, you know, um, the Givenchy style. Yeah, really, but, they're but they're much not, tougher. They're tougher, not as comfortable to wear. And, and they thirdly, don't have such a heel. Have, they are quite a fad. That that is the new fad product, yeah. but that probably won't turn into a classic. This yeah. is a classic boot that not only matches the little cute summer dresses, but in winter with your kind of leather pants. Yeah, we these. You know, you, girls go to Coachella and wear them with their little cut off. You know, they can literally be
1: worn in such a versatile way. Holly, Holly Georgie, you're buy, them. Me buy them. Buy them. they're buy the them. Them. about three hundred pounds more expensive, <laughs> as Emma Hill was saying, than they were when I thought about them. That's like so many things so many things these brands are clever aren't they they are exfoliating pads now Maya you're yeah. a big advocate for an exfoliating yeah. pad
4: I think I'm about to step it up a bit and get a stronger one to be
1: fair but are you? yeah I've just recently started
4: using them and I think they're great for resurfacing the skin so if you're someone that doesn't have maybe skin problems you know you're not acne prone or breakouts or whatever but you do want to improve your skin's texture They're great, and I know you use them too, don't you? When you say
3: prove your skin's texture, Mm. what does that mean? (laughs) I
4: personally feel like I have got quite bumpy skin. I don't have spots or anything like that, but I feel like I get raised areas on my cheeks, and my makeup doesn't sit very nicely, and nothing seems to improve it. And these pads did start improving, and I started using the Nip and Fab ones. um, And they contain hyaluronic acid, which is moisturising, and then it's the glycolic part, which does all the resurfacing and smoothing of the skin.
1: Yeah, they're supposed to be a really good thing to use if you're kind interested in peels, aren't they? Yeah, it's kind of like Mm. an at-home way to do it. I guess it's a a starter, isn't
2: it?
1: Well, I I have my second peel yesterday and she's being really gentle she keeps saying I'm being really gentle with you because your skin is she said peels are amazing for people with quite sort of tough skin or who've you know really suffered with scarring or acne or whatever mm. but it's all about the acid penetrating into the skin yeah. and obviously there's acid in these pads aren't they so i thought that was interesting and yeah as you say it's all about just resurfacing mm. so i think there really is i don't think pads are a gimmick everyone's no, talking about no them and, and and everyone is sort of moving away from traditional
2: exfoliators, yeah. aren't yeah. they i think actually the more kind of research and trying out these we've done we've found that exfoliating is actually more of a gimmick yeah. and not very good for your skin yeah um it can cause enlarged pores yeah it can over dry the skin so then you can get spots on top of that your skin's overcompensating yeah you feel. cause whereas, a real imbalance in your yeah.
4: skin's natural oils through exfoliation because you're stripping it of everything it's naturally supposed to have
3: and am i right in saying i read in your article that you literally? Just Swipe, Why, swipe yeah. them over cleansed yeah. skin mm. and you don't have to rinse it off. No, no. Because no. as a busy person where I'm literally struggling to mm. even find time to cleanse in the evening, that's actually quite easy. It's actually a quick and simple you process need, to do. You need you to cleanse, cleanse first. before. Yeah. But then it's not a process. You have to leave it and then come no. back. It's literally no. just yeah. swipe the... Yeah.
1: And they say the clever thing is that obviously the right amount of product is on the pads. Oh, that's really So because clever. it's quite strong, you don't need to think about yeah. how much... You know, I'm so like... Gung-ho with these things, i just whack it on. It's probably not very good for you when <laughs> there's acid in it, so quite good as foolproof guys using acid on your skin. So the fashion crowd are getting into the silk robe trend. Um, Oriental prints are really big for spring, so some of them have sort of kimono-inspired design on. Or you can just get a sort of head-to-toe, blush, silk robe, essentially. Um, what do you think of this trend, Holly? I absolutely love this
3: trend and it's actually a trend that I've been working for a few years a bit ahead of the head of, of the trend, there. <laughs> um, I think um, with me, I'm quite hippie in my body shape, and I think it's really easy to chuck on a big, almost robe or longer jacket. I think it's quite flattering to the body. Um, for years, I've, there's a brand called um, We Are Leone that I've been wearing for years, and it's silk robes. And, yes, um, I absolutely love it. Yeah, and they're, again, they're quite expensive, but I always wait to the sale and get, you know get a really good quality piece there. And the fact that it's a trend now is really, I think, not only. Incredible, incredible incredible for me because I obviously have a lot of pieces that work with it and secondly being pregnant I think it's great as uh, it's really flattering to kind of like a woman's body
1: how would you wear a robe then I think
3: this I think it's also very easy to wear it casually and in a kind of more smarter way so for example actually yesterday I was in slides ripped denim white t-shirt and a bright orange robe not silk it was more kind of um more of a cottony fabric but it was just really lovely to give the outfit a bit of a zing a bit of a colour colour pop um but also just made you look a little slightly more stylish than just wearing jeans and a t-shirt yeah
1: so holly you've been listed as one of the forbes 30 people under 30. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, what incredible success you've had in a relatively short period of time with Pampaloe your resort wear brand. What advice would you have for women starting out in business? Um, yeah, it's all
3: happened very quickly. So the brand has um, kind of gained all traction within the last year and a half, just about to come on to two years. And um, yeah, getting the Forbes nod was a huge shock for me obviously very flattered it was incredible to be pitted with some incredible yes, other people on that list incredible. Um, and whilst I don't have you know the biggest brand in the world we're not turning over gazillions of pounds I think what was good for them to recognise is the quick growth of the business in such a short period of time mm. and I think the advice that I'd give anyone else and the reasons that it kind of worked for me are my kind of principles i live by and number one marketing is everything this probably goes against you know what any business person would ever tell you is correct advice but there is just no point having the best product in the world if no one knows about it so you know one of the biggest mistakes that i see with people that i mentor and people i meet for coffees and help um a lot of people setting up businesses is they Focus so much on the product that once it's launched, you can't just put something on the internet and expect people to, yeah. to go. You have to kind of push it there. So I think marketing is just a hugely key principle. And secondly, you have to graft. It's not easy. You know, I get really frustrated when people come to me and say, Oh, but you, you know, you had the experience, you were in the industry, and oh, you must have met X person, Y, and Z at a party. No, I was the one up till four o'clock in the morning stalking people on LinkedIn. You have to make it happen for yourself. Yeah. Um, and one of my you favorite tips. Your, yeah, no I, I agree this. Yeah. You will grow as quickly as you want to. To grow and as much as you put into it you know one of the best quotes I've ever heard is Safira Moruso from obviously Nasty Girl one of the biggest quotes that comes out of her book is just do it it's the <laughs> simplest thing in the world that could not be true I stopped talking about it just go out there and do it and make it happen for yourself um, so they're the, the kind of two biggest thing piece of advice I'd give to anyone
1: um, and what is new for Pampalone
4: this year
3: so this year is really exciting for us so we are we've just launched our third collection Spring Summer 17 um, for kind of which main is line congratulations, there. thank you Stunning. very much. We love um, it. Oh, thank Gorgeous. you so much. It's um, it's very much kind of um, a inspired, so very much Old Town Ibiza, slightly hippie vibe there. Um, but very excitingly, we are launching our first kids collection on the first of June. So that's in conjunction with um, Mothers to Mothers charity. We're actually giving 100 of the proceeds to the charity, um, which was a big decision for us, but obviously such a great cause for everything to go to. And we are launching three of our best selling items. Items over the last two years, we are launching them in mini me versions, so they're very cute, and I can't wait they to show are you. Really oh, you really had them
1: at the fashion day. I I did. And they they're are so
3: heavy. cute. We've already got our. We've actually already got a waiting list for them. Just having put some pictures on um, Insta stories. Surprised. Um, which is really exciting because I think they're going to sell out quite quickly and we're also launching later on in the summer our first exclusive pair of sunglasses um, which is very exciting which I haven't told any of you yet so I'm uh, very excited to show you um, we have teamed up with one of Italy's top handmade um, sunglasses manufacturers everything's handmade in Naples and we have made one exclusive pair of sunglasses um, to launch um, Yeah, later on into the summer and again I've put a few pictures on my personal Instagram and already we've got a wait list so cool. keep an eye
1: out Well, I'm sure like everything you do, Holly, they will be absolutely on the money. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week. If you have any comments, feedback or questions, do email podcast at shailux.com. See you next week.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.